Ketubot Tav Samech Dalet, the last thing we we're discussing was the deen of a Moredit, a woman who rebels against her husband, and we discussed the halakha of Ma'is Alai, a woman claiming that my husband is disgusting to me, I don't want to be with him. We ended up saying that we give her 12 months to change her mind, and she doesn't get mezonot. If she changes her mind, great. If she doesn't, then we give her a get. And we also said that whatever she's holding on to, she can keep. Whatever she didn't hold on to, she doesn't get. Because it was a question about head, he didn't know how to answer it. Does she keep the worn-out clothing that she has or not? And we ended up in Safiq. And with that, we're starting Samach Dalet Amud Aleph, seven lines in, where it says, Amar of Tuvi Bar Kisnan, Amar Shemuel. Kotvin Igeret Mered Al Arusa. Betin writes a document stating that this uh, engaged woman is rebelling. She doesn't want to get married. But we don't write that about Ishomeret Yaban because by Ishomeret Yaban, a woman is supposed to get a Yibum. There's no Dino Moredit. Now, like, ask the question, Metive, we have the Brayta before said, a hotly, uh, when, the, when it comes to the Moredit, the same Allahot apply to Arusam, Suafilunida, Filholava, Afilu. Shomeret Yabam. So you see, there is a deen of Moredit by Shomeret Yabam. And over here, Rav Tuvi is telling me that there is no. So what's going on? So Kamas is Lakashia. There's no contradiction. Kanshitavahu, depends who's asking to get married. If he's asking to get married and she's saying no, then there's a deen Moredit. When she's asking to get married and he doesn't want to get married, there's no deen of Moredit. The Amar of Tahlifa Baravimi, Amar Shmuel Tavahu, if the Yabam asked the Yabamat to get married, to do Yibum, Niskatin Lo, Betin gets down there to try to help the situation out, and if we have to call her Moredit, take away from Maktuba, we do whatever we have to do. Tavahi, if she's saying, I want to get Yibum, and he's saying no, and Niskatin La, Betin, doesn't uh, sit down to, to help, meaning we're not going to add to the ketubah, we're not going to put out any uh, p- pamphlets about the guy. She doesn't have this mitzvah of piriyah so we're not under pressure with her. And the Gemara asks, This statement that Avtuvi, Bakisna said in the name of Shmuel, what exactly is it talking about where it says that we write a, a, a document saying that this lady who's engaged, uh, she's a moredet, but we don't do that for Shomer Tiyabam. What exactly is the case over there? he if she's asking to get married and he doesn't want to, Haikotvin Igeret Merit Al Arusa, when it says that we write this document for uh, on Arusa, La Arusa we write it for an Arusa, not on her meaning against her that she's the bad one. We write it for her that he's being the bad one. The Gemara says, Yeah, Halakasha, that's not a problem. Just tene la arusa, just switch it to la arusa. We write it uh, for an arusa. So now, the Gemara has a question. Before we said that uh, the words of Shmuel is when the person himself is, being, is the one rebelling. So we want to know what's the difference between a woman engaged to a Shomeret Yabam, a woman waiting for uh, Yibum. So my Shana Shomeret Yabam Delo, she doesn't have the Dean of Moled, meaning he doesn't count as rebelling by her. Because because we're going to tell her that get out of here, you're not Hayav in and therefore we don't have to take care of this. Well, Arusa Nami, with the girl who's engaged, we also tell her, listen, we could tell this woman, Zil, go, you're not Mehoyav, you don't have the obligation of and therefore we can't force him for anything if he's rebelling against you.
Meaning, if you're going to use that logic for Shomer Tebam, then you have to use it for Darusa also. Ela, maybe you want to say the reason with Darusa is Beba Mehamatana. She's coming with a, a claim that she wants children. I want a cane for when I get old, meaning someone uh, someone to hold my hand, a son. And I want a shovel for when I pass away, meaning I, I want a son to bury me. So the Gemara says, yeah, but if that's your logic, then you could say the Shomeret Yabam is also coming with that uh, with that claim. She wants someone to take care of her when she's old. Ela, you have to go back and say, Idi ve'idi both Shomeret Yabam and Arusa Shetabahu. He's the one who's asking to get married, and they're the ones who are rebelling. There's a difference. There's no contradiction. Khan, when do we say that by Shomer Tiyabam there's a din moredet? That's lachlot, meaning she doesn't want a halitza, she wants to do a yibum. So she's a moredet, she's rebelling against what the man wants. Khan, and when do we say that she's not a moredet? Where he wants to do a leyabim, and she's the one saying, no, I want a halitza. Then there's no din of moreh. The Amarabi pedat, Amarabi Yohanan, Taba lachlots. If the Ibam wants to do halitza, niskakilam, we listen to him. And Taba leabim, but if he wants to marry her, he wants to do yibum, and niskakilam, we don't uh, help him out. If she doesn't want to do, do yibum, she can get the halitza if she wants. And the Gemara asks, What's the reason if he wants to do Yibum and she doesn't want, we don't call her a moreh? Go marry a different girl. The Gemara says, yeah, but lachlots also, if she doesn't want to do halitza, go marry a different girl. What's your problem? No, because she doesn't want to do halitza, go marry someone else. Now, the problem with the halitza is, people are going to say that she's stuck to me, she's a yebama, and she needs a halitza, and, and she's not giving it to me, and, and, and we're stuck over here. Look at Avuli Ahariti, no one's going to let me marry a different girl. No girl's going to want to marry me, because they're worried I'm going to be meyabim her in the end, and now I'm gonna, she, you're going to be stuck with a, with a co-wife, and no one wants to do that. So Hachanami, over here the Yabam also say, Kevanda Agida B, Lokai Avuli Ahariti. In the case where he wants to do Yibum and she doesn't want, he could also say, listen, the reason I'm not going to marry another different woman because she stuck to me and no one's going to give me another wife. Rather, we have to say that both cases, whether she the Shomet Yabam could be moredit or not moredit, is where the man wants to do Yibum, she wants to do Halitza, there's no contradiction. Khan, when do we say that the Shomet Yabam has a Din Moradet? Like the way we originally learned that Yibum is better than Halitza. Khan, when Shmuel said that Shomeret Yabam has no Din Moradet, that's when we hold, like the, the next, like the next set of rabbis, who hold that Halitza is better than Yibum. Why he might have a kavanah l'shem mitzvah? Okay, ditnan mitzvah yibum kodem et mitzvah halitza. We have a mishnah that says yibum goes before halitza, meaning if you have a choice to pick, you pick yibum. But ishona shayu mitkavnin. All this was in the beginning where they used to have the right kavanah l'shem mitzvah. However, achshav she'en mitkavnin l'shem mitzvah. No one has kavanah l'shem mitzvah. Amru mitzvah halitza kodem et mitzvah yibum. So there is a mitzvah to do halitza over mitzvah yibum. Okay. We learned in Mishnah that Rabbi Yudah said seven terapikyain. Admatayupohaydan, how long do we subtract from her? So the Gemara asked a second, my terapikyain, what is this terapikyain? 
So Amar Sheshat, it's an astira. It's a coin that's called astira. Vekama astira. So what's this astira worth? Palgad is uzat. It's worth half a zuz. Atanem yachi. We have brayta like that. Like Rav Sheshat, Rav Yehuda, Omer, Sheloshat terapeikin shehen teshamain. These three terapeikin, they're equal to nine mea kesefer per week. It ends up being ma'av achetzi lechol yom. It comes out to be a ma'av and a half for every day. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that a woman who's rebelling, according to the Buddha, it's seven trapekin per week, which is a trapek for a day. However, if a man is rebelling, it's three trapekin per week, which comes out to be a ma'av and a half for six days. So, So, for her, we're counting seven, which includes day for Shabbat. And for him, we're only counting three. We're not counting three and a half, an extra half for Shabbat. So, why are we not counting Shabbat for him? So, the Gemara explains, Her, when we're subtracting from her, It doesn't look like you're getting rewarded or you're making money on Shabbat. But by him, when he's the Moreh, and we're adding on him, then if we find him also on Shabbat, then mihzik is khal shabbat. It looks like you're making money on Shabbat. Hachami said that's Asur because you might come to do business. And Amar Lir Bihyaba Yosef Shmuel Ma bin Mored le Mored. What's the difference between a Mored man to a Mored woman? Meaning by him we're only finding him half a terapik. By her we're 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 charging her an entire terapik per day. So Amar Lir Shmuel explains, go look at the marketplace of the Zonot. Mi who hires who? The man hires a woman because it's harder for him not to be with Tashmish. Here's another uh, explanation. A man, he is more embarrassed. If, let's say he sees a woman, he has a kishui, and everyone can see he has a kishui. You know, he gets embarrassed, and therefore he gets more if, uh, she, if she's rebelling against him. And the woman, if, uh, if she's the one suffering... It's not an embarrassment outside. No one could see anything. No one can see uh, a kishu or anything like that. And therefore, she gets less. Next, Mishnah. If a person is mefanes, his wife, it means he, he gives his wife money to live or for food, and he does it through a third party, through a messenger. They don't live together. So he's just uh, hiring a trustee to pay her. The least he could do is two kav of wheat per week. Or four kav of, uh, of barley, because uh, you, you need double the, the amount of barley to come up with the same amount of uh, bread. The only person who said he'll give barley is Rabbi Shmael. She has some uchledom used next day. Don't mind the Gemara explain what that means. Venoten la hatsi kav kitnit, and he gives her half a kav of beans. Vehatsi log shemen half a log of oil. Vekav gerogerot, and a kav of figs that are dry. Omane devela, or a mane size of. Uh, figs that are stuck together in a wheel. That's the way they're sold by weight. If you don't have uh, dry uh, dry figs and dates, then you have to give her different types of fruits. Just figure out uh, the weights. And you give her either a bed, a mat, or, or some sort of reed mat. 
ונותן לה כיפה לראשה, he gave her a handkerchief for her head, וחגור למותניה, and a belt for her, th- for her legs, or th- her thighs, or waist, ומנעלים ממועד למועד, you have to give her new shoes every holiday, וכלים של חמישים זוז משנה שנה, and clothing worth 50 zuz from one year to the other, ואין נותנים לה, and you can't give her לא חדשים במות חמה, you can't give her new clothing that are thick, in the summer, because it's harder to wear. And you can't give her worn-out clothing in the winter season. They're not going to warm her up. They're going to keep her cold. Rather, you give her clothing that are worth 50 zoos in the winter. She, she wears the entire winter. And then she uses the, the worn-out clothing in the summer, and the leftover worn-out clothing belongs to her. And the Rishonim explained there's a few other things that he has to give her, wood to cook with, uh, uh, candles, things like that, that he must give her also. Yes, he has to give her a ma'a every week for her own personal things. And they have to eat together every Friday night. That's Onad. Onad's also time. If he doesn't give her that ma'a for her own money to go buy her own things, then then at that point, any extra money that she makes now belongs to her. So so what's the, the set amount that she has to do for him? So when it comes to wool, she has to weave five selaim worth of Warp in Yehuda Shehen, which is Aisa Selaim Bagalil, which is worth ten Selaim in the Galil, because the Galil is double the Yehuda, or Mishkal Aisa Selaim Ayrev Yehuda, or the ten Selaim worth of strings in Yehuda, the string that goes sideways from right to left. Shehen Aisim Selaim Bagalil, that's twenty Selaim worth in the Galil. And the reason is because the strings that go up and down are thicker. So they're harder to work with, so they make less. And if she was a nursing mother, then we say, okay, she doesn't have to make as much, she doesn't have to work as much for the household. And we add to how much food she needs to eat. Now, what are we talking? That's This is the least amount. This is what he has to give his wife. But someone who's honorable, everything depends on his honor so if uh, he if he's used to much more then you have to give her much more and the gemara starts with the question mani matnitin who's our mishnah like our mishnah said that she's supposed to eat two kav of wheat per week who's that like we learned in Iruvin, what's the amount what's the measurement for Iruv tehumin mezon two saudot the measurement of two saudot for every person the amount he eats on a weekday, not Shabbat, because a person would eat on Shabbat more than he would eat on a weekday. No, the amount a person eats on Shabbat and not on weekday. And the reason is because a Shabbat, he would eat less uh, bread because he would eat more other food. We're both trying to be lenient when it comes to the measurement of the Iruv. It doesn't go by how much a person eats. Rather, kikar, a loaf of bread, that you buy with a pundion, which is half a ma'a of, of silver, when the price is when we buy four se'ah of wheat with one se'ah. 
And the basic measurement is as follows. The sela is four dinarim. A dinar is six me'ah of silver. Uh, the me'ah is two pundion. So you see in a sela there's 48 pundions. So this uh, loaf of bread that we're talking about is one forty-eighth of four se'ah. And a se'ah is six kav. So you will see that in four se'in you have 24 kav. And one forty-eighths of uh, four, uh, four se'ah is a kav and a half. So bottom line is the amount for this bread, according to Bihamim Miroka, is a half of a kav. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Shteyadot Lakikar. It's two-thirds of a loaf of bread, Mishalosh Kikarot Lakav. When three loaves are equal to a kav. So it comes out to be two-ninths of a kav. If there's a house with salat inside and the person walks in, if he's there, the amount of time it takes him to eat one se'uda, then his entire body becomes tameh, his clothing becomes tameh. And this is the, the what we all know, all of our shas, is achilat pras, the amount of achilat pras. And a half of that, which is a quarter of that, which comes out to be half a pras, is live solo Someone eats that amount of food that's in tameh, his body becomes tameh and he can't eat terum anymore. And half of a half of a half, which comes out to be one eighth, which is a kabetza, if there's food that size, it can now become tameh of tumat of food. So now we can understand the question. In our Mishnah, we said she gets two kabin for the week. That's 14 saudot. Remember, two saudot per day. So, Mani, who's that like? It's like that half a kav is two saudot, really, with two kabin, then tamne havyan. That's enough for eight saudot, right? And we need to get the 14. And if it's like Rabbi Shimon, that one-ninth of a, a kav equals to sauda, then in two kabin you have tamne sere havyan. You got uh, 18 saudot, and we need just 14. We don't need 18. So the Gemara explains, Rather, you have to say, Mishnah is like Rabbi Yohanan bin Beroka. The store clerk takes a third that's his profit. Same thing over here. Add a third to this. So this eight really is 12. So what comes out is really two saudot is two thirds of a kav and not half a kav like we originally said. The Gemara says, Okay, so then you reach 12. We're trying to get to 14. So the Gemara explains, She eats with them on, on Friday night, Shabbat morning, and that those two saudot you don't need. So therefore, you got your 12 for the weekday, and then Shabbat anyway, she's eating with them. Now, Okay, that works perfectly according to the one who says that she eats with them little Shabbat actually means eating. Really means tashmish. What are you going to say over there? Ve'od, not only that, it's really Tlesaravian. What about Salash uh, Lishit? It's not 12 anymore, it's now uh, 13. Ela, you have to explain like a different Rav Hasda. It's really the, the store clerk takes half for his profit. So it's not really 8, now it's 16. Hachanami, same thing over here. So same thing over here. 
Take the eight, put another eight on top of it. Now it equals up to sixteen. Now number one, Kashia Rav Hasda, Rav Hasda. Rav Hasda looks like he's contradicting himself. Originally he said that the store clerk takes uh, uh, an extra third, and then uh, then he said that the store clerk takes an extra half. So which one is it? So the Gemara explains, La Kashia. It's not a contradiction. He gets a third. That's when the person who's selling him the wheat also sells him uh, wood to be able to bake the bread. When he, when does he take half? When he has to actually buy the wood himself, and therefore just going to be part of his profit. Now we said it's sixteen. Then it's sixteen, and we only need fourteen a week. Keman, who's this like? Not two, not three, but four saudot. The Gemara says, "Afilu Rabban." You could even say it's like Rabban who say you only need three saudot on Shabbat. Dal Hada You have to take out one sauda. You have to give to guests who come over, people who pass by. You have to give them something to eat also. So he has to he has to give her that meal also. Ah, the Gemara says, "Ashtadatid Achi." If you're already going that route, about you have to give the guest food. Afilu Tema Rabbi Shimon. You could even say like Rabbi Shimon who said eighteen saudot, and you could say it's according to Le Rabbanan. Well, you eat three saudot on Shabbat, and I have 15. Dal telat er you'd minus three saudot for the guests who come by. And Lerabi Hidka, who said you have to eat four saudot, okay, dal telatel er then two meals for the guests. Okay. Amar Biosi Lopasak Saorin. Rabbi Yossi said you have to give a double of barley. That's only according to Rabbi Shmael, who was by Edom. And the Gemara asks, Ela be'edom hu da'achlin sa'orin bechuda'alma lo'achle? Why only in Edom they eat barley? Nowhere else do they eat barley? So the Gemara explains, No, ha'chikamar, this is what Rabbi Yossi is trying to say, Lo pasak sa'orin kiflaim be'chitin. The only place where we said barley is, is double of the chitin, meaning or it's ha- worth half, not it, meaning the chitim are worth double as much as the sa'orim. That's El Rabbi Shmael. Why? The Edom barley was no good. And that's why you have to give double in order to just uh, keep up with half of the wheat. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.